Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we are so excited on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts is here. Yes. Because we. Hi. Hi. Yes, here, here. Because we have a brand new uh, fashion correspondent on this show. Um, and Holly, I'm going to allow you to do the honors of. Uh, introducing this very esteemed and learned fashion correspondent that we have hired at a very high and potentially unaffordable rate. Well, I think, Colleen, the rate's going to be doable because the rate we can pay this person is is probably cookies or screen time on an iPad. Sounds good. It's my nephew. (laughs) Okay, so how old is your nephew? So my nephew is three years old. Uh Uh-huh. His name is Jasper. Uh-huh. And he's very creative. He loves fashion. He loves jewelry. He loves everything rainbow. That is his favorite color. I was going to say, I'm, I, I'm, I have it on good authority that rainbows are his jam right now. Yes. Yes. Rainbows are totally his jam. Please don't Because why him. have just one color when you could have all of them at once? At the same time. I ask you, please don't tell him about JoJo Siwa. Oh, we're keeping the JoJo Siwa secret here. He'll probably find out about it. We're going to try to keep it quiet. Though. And I'll totally probably take him if he wants to go to see And JoJo. I will get a full review of that. So we were watching the Emmys last night, and he was watching the red carpet coverage with us in the living room, and he was making some comments. And I was like, well, geez, the Colleen and Bradley show never talks about fashion. Right. It's just not our favorite thing. It's not our favorite thing. It's a visual thing. Sometimes it doesn't translate to radio. But I was like, you know what? We're going to get some expert fashion opinion of the Emmy red carpet from Jasper. He's going to be the Colleen and Bradley show red carpet correspondent. I love this. So we've got some of Jasper's opinions on some of the hot looks from last night's Emmy Awards. Great. We're going to roll that beautiful bean footage so brian hit the music hit the commentary let's listen to jasper Uh, i appreciate like how very simple it is though it's like i yes i like that color or no i don't like that color do you like this one no (laughs) but do you like the belt yes i like the belt (laughs) which was the most controversial part of that outfit right (laughs) but we've got strong opinions look i jasper's strong opinions about Jason Sudeikis in his tux for I Ted Lasso. That love that spoke to Jasper in a way that I feel like I'm just going to speak for him as his auntie. Oh my god! That Jason Sudeikis in his Tom Ford tux was the best dressed of the night. I, he looked fantastic. He did. He really did. Uh, also, Jasper, thank you. Cookies coming your way, and will you please perform as such for all of the award shows? 
because it takes the pressure off of us to have yes, opinions yeah, about does, fashion. Yeah. yeah, we outsource oh, sometimes. Oh, I love it. That was so great. <laughs> that made me so happy. Can I um can I follow up that sweet, adorable hot take on fashion with um an MED bag? Sure. Will we allow it? Yeah, let's do the 180. Okay, so uh okay. If I say the name Scott Frank, yesterday morning, nobody would have known that name. Was he a, a, an owner of a hot dog stand in mm. the San Fernando Valley? Good question, Holly. No. No, but if I say Scott Frank today and then I and then I add to it, he's the guy that droned on for like three minutes in his acceptance speech. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that dude. And you don't like him anymore. So this is the director of the Queen's Gambit, and he took the stage to accept an award for the Queen's Gambit, and he brought with him, like, a graduation speech from high school. Oh, it was was so bad. It was so bad, And and it actually infuriated me. Flames. Flames on the side of my face. Because when I'm thinking about some of the other amazing uh, uh, people who won awards, Michaela Cole, for example, for uh, I May May Destroy Destroy You, Um, she won for writing, I believe, for that. A brilliantly written story, a personal story. Poignant story. Poignant story. And she gave the most beautiful and concise speech. I would have rather have heard from her for another three minutes. This guy, Scott Frank, takes the stage and brings his own BDE, which is, I don't believe, as deserved as he thinks. And for three minutes, doesn't even entertain us. They start playing the music. He shouts the music down and says, I'm almost done. But he was not. And then they tried to play him off again. And he was like, no, no, no. And then he kept talking. You guys, this went on and on and on and on. And what frustrated me about it is who do you think you are that you should get more time than everybody else? Yeah, well, put Scott Frank, his speech and the way that he acted Mm -hmm. to the fact that his time was running out at the Emmys last night. Juxtapose that between the woman who created and wrote for Hacks. Right. Who said, oh, my goodness, my time is running up. And then she wrapped it up and she left. She was like, "Okay, I see that this is part of the telecast. I need to wrap it up. I got to do that. This windbag. Uh Uh-huh. Because when you look up that word on dictionary.com. There's a picture of him now. I heard. There's a picture of him. They did put him there. Yeah, there's Scott Frank. (laughs) Windbag. (laughs) This guy has the nerve to try to hush things. Get out of here. No, get, get out of here. here. And trust me, and I won't get into it, but feel free to do your own homework on this. There are real themes of patriarchy in here because, as you mentioned, the woman totally was like, oh, my time is up. I hear the music. I'm going to be respectful of everybody else in the room, and I'm going to wrap it up because that's what we do. And he just was like, no, I got more to say. No, dude. And I, listen, I am fine with it if today... Today, you focus all of your energy on being angry with him. That's okay. Yeah. And I hope he feels it today. Yeah, because sometimes, yes, you can stop the music. I would say, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement with the Governor's Award. Right. Debbie Allen. Yeah. She gets to do that. 
Thank that you. Is, that is a lifetime yes. achievement of celebrating your artistry and your contributions to the world of television. Get the time that you need. And yes. The fact that they tried to stop that. No, you yes. get to stop. Yes, exactly. Also, if you have a unique perspective or something important to say that is not about you accepting the award, then I'm okay with you taking a little more time, right? If you're using that moment on that platform for the greater good of humanity to share a thought or a perspective that the world needs to hear, yes. But if it is for your own self-congratulations or for the congratulations of the people around you who worked on a show, then no. Nope. Not gonna, not gonna. You, you know what? Call, call your friends tomorrow, and give them a personal speech. But that's not the time or the place. I was infuriated watching that. Like it was uncomfortable. Ugh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of uncomfortable, Travis and Courtney get a room. We are going to talk about what's making us uncomfortable about them after this on my talk one zero seven one. Oh my gosh! Get a room, Courtney and Travis. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes, howdy. Howdy. Hello there. And also, get a room. Get a room. Did we, Colleen, make a publicationship name for Courtney Kardashian um, and Travis Barker? I think we call them, oh, do we call them, do, Kravis? Sure. Yeah, I think that that's what the world is calling them. Great. So this is the relationship between Kourtney Kardashian and drummer for Blink-182, Travis Barker. And you can't miss them because they've been licking each other's faces all over planet Earth for the past couple of months. I am really glad you said licking each other's faces because this is a trend I've noticed with them and also with their besties, who we call Michigan, which is Megan Fox. And Machine Gun Kelly. It's hard. I know. It is hard. Yeah. Is that they do this like very open mouth kissy thing with like dart tongues and they do it always for pictures. And it's so off putting. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yes. Dart tongues at each other. <laughs> yes. It's like they're lizard people. <laughs> yes. Or Hannibal Lectoring. Can yes! we just call it the lector? Yes. It's, uh, I'm sorry, I just made that noise. It's yeah, really gross. Well, that's what they're doing, so it's their fault. Well, they've taken their lecturing, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, next level because of where they took it over the weekend. And I just, we, we have gone, we have jumped the shark. Fonzie put on those skis yeah, and he has, he has jumped the shark in this relationship because Colleen, Courtney and Travis were making out at Knott's Scary Farm over the weekend. I mean, now, I get it. It's such a sexy place. No! I mean, really? It's not. Now, if you're not familiar with Knott's Scary Farm, it is the Halloween-themed iteration of Knott's Berry Farm. So, FYI, for those who are like, what? It's not not Scary Farm. It's Knott's. Yes. Like Don Knott's. Yes, like Don Knott's. Yeah. Right, right. So there's so a thing. Knott's Scary Farm, not not Scary Farm. Not Got not it? Scary Farm. Okay. Get it? Got it? Good. Okay. So Knott's Berry Farm is a theme park mm-hmm. that's in Orange County, Southern California. They got roller coasters. It's like the junior varsity to the varsity Disneyland. You know, right. it's like, okay, kids, we're taking the station wagon to Southern California and we're going to Disneyland yep. and we're even going to California Adventure. Well, we've got an extra day before we visit your aunt yeah. down in the, you know, Torrance. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to Knott's Berry Farm. It's fun, but it's Junior League. Right. 
these fools are licking each other's faces and making out yeah. and dry humping yep. in front of the ghost and mummy oh, people that. and the photo opportunity. It's just, it is not a look. I have it a question. It is not a look. I have a question. And I, this is actually an honest question. And I know it's probably ridiculous. But my honest question is the following. Do you think there's a possibility that there's some sort of SponCon package with Kravis where you can get them to make out at your location if you pay them enough? Probably. Like you want to hire someone to cut your ribbon. Right. At the grand opening. Exactly. Similar the, to of, that. Of your third car dealership. Right. Like yeah. here, there's a certain rate for just Courtney. There's a certain rate for just Travis. There's a certain rate for the two of them together. And then there's like the me- the mega package, which is you can get them dart tonguing each other at your location. Probably. I yeah because seriously, Knott's Scary Farm will get attention for the two of them, like and they're doing that thing that drives me crazy, where she's got her legs wrapped around him and he's holding her like she's a toddler. Yes, I cannot stand that. They do that on the Bachelor Bachelorette all the time, where like in order to like make out, the girl has to be wrapped around him like he's her dad, which is weird. Okay, wait, that sounded bad, but what I mean, like you know, toddlers yeah. when you're holding a toddler. Thank you for the clarification, yes. <laughs> which is something in reality. Does anybody do that now? I'm not going to do that because if I did that, I would probably like break somebody's back. That's how I there, feel. About there would that. be a trip to urgent care if you tried to do that. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's a flex that you do it if you can do it without causing bodily harm to the person that you're doing it to. And in that there is some kind of weird flex. And then you put that on social media for all people to see. Right. I just can can you not do the tongue thing at the not scary farm in front of the ghosts in and front the of the things. Now I want Courtney, Think about the children. Think about the children. Don't lick each other's faces in front of the children. Although I would say that the children would at least be a little older if they're going to not scary True. farm. Because it's a little scary. Now I want Courtney Kardashian to take a little bit of her own advice because they took a photograph on the flume ride at Not Scary Farm. Mm-hmm. Courtney Kardashian <laughs> is wearing a piece of fashion. And Colleen, I think you can see what the piece of fashion yeah. reads. Yeah, it says don't. Please heed that advice. Read read your shirt. Please read your shirt. <laughs> read Courtney. your shirt, Courtney, before you Look leave the house. Look in the mirror before you leave the house. Now I want somebody, maybe we have somebody who's skilled in the digital realm and the Photoshop realm. I want you to Photoshop this picture of Courtney. And Travis mm-hmm. making out mm-hmm. and put them in various scenarios. And then it's like, would this work? Maybe their own PR team can do this. Courtney and Travis licking their tongues at the DMV. Mm-hmm. Courtney and Travis eating each other's faces. Mm, I don't know. At the like, you know, the mole check clinic or yeah. something. Ooh, you know, but then like could, a bingo card. I like this. idea. Yes. I think we should have a bingo card. Of like, where are they going to make out next? Yeah. Right? Because it's, I don't want to seem prudish, but it's just a little much. Well, it's sort of like I said, like they can make, they want everything to be very sexy. It's, but it's not sexy. It's so sexy that it's not sexy. It's gone on the continuum of sexy so deep that you actually become the thing that you don't want it to be. Right. Like picking their kid up at nursery school. Is that time to make out? No, but they'd do it. They would do it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071.
Thank you, Brian. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Oh, and yeah. we have a little gift for you, and that's your daily crop of crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, they're to your right, they're to your left, and uh, when you look in the mirror, let's just hope there isn't one looking right back at you. Crazy, stupid idiots. We often find them in the state of Florida and sometimes other places. Like where? We're going to England. Ooh, jolly old England. Uh, We are going to a place called Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln City. Well, that's the name of the footy club. Oh, lovely. That is involved in this story. Now, Stuart Tomlinson, I'm thinking was a fan, is a fan of the London City Football Club. Okay. For those of you not in the know, that would be soccer. Mm -hmm. And Stuart was hanging out in the Lincoln Center Doing something, doing a little, you know, post or pre football partying, because I don't know if you know this, Colleen, just kind of like here in the United States, people like to party when there's sports ball happening. So Stuart Tomlinson was partying with his friends and he was uh, in a location where there is a statue dedicated by the Lincoln City Football Club. It's called the Footy Imp. Oh, isn't that catchy? The footy imp. Yeah, I don't know if I just swore, so I'm just. Oh, you know, I, I, like, I, it's just it's just a statue. With, it's just a statue, and it's a statue of a guy, and he's wearing the jersey of the Lincoln Football Club. Well, Stewart is such a fan of this statue that he decided to wrap his legs around the head of the footy imp and simulated a sex. <gasps> wow. And it was for show because all of his friends were watching this happen at the same time. Oof. And Stuart was so into this that the statue was beheaded. Oh my gosh. Then I bet he's proud of that. Probably. And because then his friends and Stuart decided to kick the broken pieces around. Oh my gosh. And then they just left. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to drink some more. Because guess what alcohol was I, You involved. know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it sounds to me like he had enough. Yeah. He had enough. Definitely hit my limit. Yeah. So, you know, I just don't want you to, like, get drunk and, and dry hump a statue. Yeah. And you get so into it that you eventually break it. And then, you know, you're going to have to pay for the costs. So they found him? Yeah, they found okay. him. But, you know, he was, uh, Stuart was trying to make excuses for what mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know. What is the excuse for that? Just out of curiosity. Well, he was like, you know, I didn't really do that much because I have reduced mobility in a slip disc. Okay. You know. But. Take pity on me. I have a slip disc. But you broke it. And you humped it. Yeah. So does, so does the, uh, f- f- what do we call him? The football. The footy imp. Footy imp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, the statue also, by the way, Colleen, was made. That is aggressive. I am like, uh, that takes some force. Yeah. And the statue was part of a, a trail of sculptures that were going to be auctioned off Aww. to raise money for a hospice 
But Stewart decided to dry hump it and break oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, now, the total cost of that initiative was in excess of 20,000 UK pounds, which would probably be around 30,000 US dollars. And now Stewart has to pay an approximate 5,000 US dollar fine wow. for snapping the head off of this statue. I have a question. Yeah. Have you looked? I, I really am curious if you if there's if you can view the footage of this. I don't think you can view the footage of the actual humping, but you can see the statue. Oh, it's it's a sad, um, sad thing. It's unfortunate. And I want to say that I'm really glad that this statue was going to be auctioned off for a charitable cause. Mm -hmm. You can read between the lines of my true opinions. I would invite everyone to say that this statue is similar to that statue of Lucille Ball that was built and put in the center of her hometown in upstate New York. Yeah. Google it. Google it. You know, they tried, and that's what counts. Oh. They tried, and that's what counts. I am desperately looking for this closed-circuit video at this point. But you know what? I'll I'll uh, continue my search later, because right now I'd like to tell you about my crazy, stupid idiot. Which is, ugh, I don't really know. I don't know who to make the crazy, stupid idiot in this story. But the story hits pretty close to home for a couple of reasons. And I'll tell you what they are is... They're illuminated in the story. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a major bus driver shortage in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I did know that. Apparently, that is a national issue. Um, They're just struggling to find people to drive buses. And then they're struggling to find buses. So what had happened is in Boston, uh, a high school English teacher named Jim Mayers took a picture of the bus that they used for their particular field trip. And the reason why he shared that photograph is because it was a very unique bus. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This bus featured stripper poles. Yeah. Yeah. This is a high school English teacher who said, this is where we are in life um, because there's such a bus driver shortage. This is the party bus that we were forced to rent to transport kids on a field trip. What do you think that bus smelled like? I don't, I can't even. (laughs) Due to the national school bus driver shortage, my school has hired a party bus with stripper poles to transport us for a field trip. And sure as you know what, there it is. It is a, it is a stripper pole bus with lights and the whole nine yards. And it is full of students on their way to who knows where. I hope they use some wet some, some educational type thing. One of the kids, according to this high school English teacher, one of this one of the kids even asked if they were real stripper poles. Oh, bless her heart. And the answer is yes. 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 They absolutely are. And to your point, Holly, hopefully uh, Lysol has gotten a handle on those. Lysol, wet wipes, towel. Now, here's what I appreciate is this uh, high school English teacher did use this moment to uh, encourage people to call their local electric, elected officials ah. and demand massive structural investments for the education system, including paying all bus drivers, facilities, and operations staff a competitive salary with comprehensive benefits because that is part of why we are in this mess right now. 
Oh, that's sad because part of me is like, if I was 17 years old and we were taking a party yeah. bus to go to the art museum field trip, that's a I'd great like, memory right there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. awesome. But then there's the flip side of that. The whole reason why you're on the party bus that may or may not have the crushed cans of Natty Ice, yes. Tropical, whatever that stuff is. Because, yes. by the way, if you didn't know, everybody has a seltzer now. Yes, it's true. Yeah, seltzer is everywhere. Yeah. And I'm not talking about my La Croix. Yeah. And not even We're talking about the hard kind. Yeah. Not the kind that the clown sprays in your face that you put down your pants. No. Exactly. Well, actually, you probably put it in Natty Ice down your pants if you you had any. Anyways. I'm sure it's been there before. In any case, uh, yeah. So I can't even. I just can't. I don't know. Crazy, stupid idiots. It is what it is. Um, There is a major bus driver shortage. It is true. They are having to resort to all kinds of things, including parents being their children's bus driver, um, which is, you know, the reality we're facing right now. So just be aware of it. If you weren't aware, it is a real problem. And, um, you know, when I think about it, if I'm being like my kids said to me, they were like, you know, there's plenty of jobs for bus drivers, right? Like when we're talking about it's hard to get a job right now, or it can be hard in certain industries to find a new job. And uh, they were like, well, everybody should just be a bus driver. And I said, I cannot imagine a, a job that pays less that deserves more. Stress. I can, but there's plenty of them. Stress. Can you imagine the stress of driving a, like I'm a, I get distracted with three kids that I made in my car. Like they're actually in my family. I, they are mine Yeah, and I can't handle it. Multiply that by what? 15. No, thank you. Not even 15, like 50 kids yeah. in the back. Yeah. Right. Being noisy, and you're like, it is my job to safely transport all of these children yes, from A this to B. Very loud tin can. I'm getting stressed as thinking. I about know. It. So appreciate the bus drivers. That's right. Pay them what they're worth. Hail to the bus driver. Hail. Bus driver. Bus, bus driver. driver. Holly, where are we going next? We're going to New Zealand. Oh, I'd love to do that. I don't know what the heck was happening, but I just need. Well, actually, it's Australia. I didn't know that there was an Auckland in Australia as mm. well as in New Zealand. True. Today we learned something new. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so down in Australia, they're doing things a little differently, and they've got COVID checkpoints, like travel checkpoints that have been set for people uh, traveling across the country. You got to pass through these things mm. now. I don't know what the heck was happening, and I just bring this to you in our Crazy Stupid Idiot segment because I want everyone to make up a story on their own about why these people traveling through a COVID travel checkpoint had $100,000 cash hmm. and a huge Kentucky Fried Chicken order in the trunk of their car. I don't know if I'm more curious about the Kentucky Fried Chicken or the money. I don't know. And we don't know why these people who were driving through the checkpoint <laughs> so had $100,000 in cash and a bucket load of Kentucky I'm Fried I'm telling chicken. you, there's a lot of KFC here. There's a lot of KFC. I don't so know I see, why. I see with my naked eyes three buckets, but there's also four bags that are no doubt full of food. I mean, this is the starting point for a major motion picture. And I would Agreed. like to inspire everyone write that i feel like seth rogan is involved yeah right don't mm-hmm. you yeah because the whole reason that these people got caught is because officers at this covid checkpoint saw these people doing a u-turn and speeding off 
when they noticed that the police yeah. were after them. Because so, they knew that they weren't supposed to have $100,000 in all that KFC in their car. Yeah. Contraband. I love it. Anyways. That happened in Australia. Hmm. I wish we knew more. Yeah, we don't, unfortunately. The world may never know. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time of day. We're going to play a little game. Who's coming to play today? I think it's Rocco. We'll find out who's here to play the throwback live after this on My Talk 1071. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.